Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. I was asked to ask you if you had any other updates on any free agent signings uh, from the National Football League in regards to former Razorbacks. We know Trey Wade, he agreed with a free agent deal with the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, We also know that Myron Cunningham, uh, the offensive tackle, he signed a free agent contract with the Houston Texans. Ty Clary, offensive lineman, Miami Dolphins. Grant Morgan, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And then we've also learned that former Arkansas quarterback Cole Kelly, he signed a deal with the Washington Commanders. And let's see, Akil Byers, he signed a free agent contract out of uh, – Uh, Springdale, he signed, Missouri, he signed a free agent contract with the Green Bay Packers, and I think that's as much as I I know. I think you covered it, Randy. Okay. Okay. Well, I was, I was, I was asked to ask you, so. um, No, there's still some guys hanging out there. Um, Yeah. I'd see Jordan Silver is another guy. Um, you know, there's a couple others, Dion Edwards, um, Devion Warren, Tyson Morris, just a few other guys. doesn't mean they won't sign anywhere, but usually that seems to happen a little faster than, than what it's, yeah. you know, what's going on right now. So maybe they're just trying to find the perfect situation. Um, but so far, um, your list, as far as I know, is current. Oh, I thought you had added something. Yeah. Did, did you no. mention – Trey Williams there, do you, do you think it, he hadn't signed yet, right? Do you think what happened at the end of the year had anything to do with nobody signing him? Because the guy's got talent, right? I mean, it could have. I still think that he'll end up somewhere, signing somewhere, but um, I mean, that's obviously not the best thing that you'd like to happen right at the end of your senior season. But um, I, I still think that he'll get signed somewhere. But you, you're right, it could have impacted impacted where he stood in the draft and all of that stuff. Okay. Just making sure that uh, – I mean, The guy's got 14 and a half sacks, you know, in SEC yeah, play in his career. Right. Not everybody can do that. And, <laughs> so. and you know, we have seen uh, professional sports go for talent, even if there's a slight character question. Mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, it's not like he robbed a bank or anything. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's no question that that, that kind of stuff will hurt you. I mean, C.J. O'Grady, I have very little doubt, would have been drafted if not for, you know, the off-field stuff that popped up with him here and there and then, you know, ultimately being removed from the team. And he is in the um, USFL, USFL. yeah, as we speak. All right, let's check in with uh, Whoopi. Okay, Whoopi. Whoopi always hangs in there, but it's the Trey Biddy curse. Is it a curse? I thought I we were just know, playing a game. 
It's no, it's the it's the first <laughs> the first caller is always gone, and Woo Pig always hangs on. So that's uh, that's really even Woo Pig got swallowed up. How's that? Yeah, I guess that boar hunt uh, paid off after all. <laughs> um, this from our Asher Record Service Company live in feedback. Thanks to Mike, we found out things. Devion Warren to the Tennessee Titans. Ah. Blake Kern to the New Orleans Saints. Is that there right? I must know. Yeah. Obviously overlooked I've, that. I've not seen that at all anywhere. Not at all. Wow. So we'll have to take his word for it. So good news there, if that's the case. So, And we're not doubting his word. We're just simply saying if that's the case. Um, one other, uh, this not involving football but this involving basketball and uh we have talked about the movement trade that's been going on uh with the arkansas basketball roster and this young man put his name in the transfer portal gosh uh fairly quickly after the season was over and he now has a home that's connor vanover he is transferring to oral roberts and he will be joining one of his former teammates at Arkansas Baptist, Baptist Prep, either way you want to look at it. Um, actually, that was a summer, was it not? No, they played together at Baptist Prep. Uh, that was um, Isaac McBride, who started off at uh, Vanderbilt, but then ended mm-hmm. up at um, Oral Roberts, averaged over 12 points last season, so... Uh, Connor Vanover now has a place to call home. Um, yeah, I saw that a couple of days ago. I hope it works out for him. Maybe that's a better system for, for him. It just, for whatever reason, it just was not happening at Arkansas. And so I'll definitely pull for the guy. I hope he, hope he finds some success over there. Yeah. One thing about him, even when he wasn't playing, he was applauding for the bench, yes, he was. encouraging teammates. You, you got to give him a lot of credit for that. Yes, never he saw was. It. At least in our public during the games, you never saw that. He's never yeah. saw it. Trey, you may have seen this. Uh, this was off of Athlon, and Athlon had the top 25, 2023 NFL draft prospects to watch. Mm-hmm. And one of the names that they have in there, they don't have them by, I'm guessing they don't have these just, uh, could it be by alphabetical order? Yes, by alphabet, alphabetical order. Okay. Jalen Catalan is one of the players that is mentioned as could be highly uh, sought after, could be possibly even first round material, talking about Jalen Catalan. Yeah, I think that, you know, we're starting to see Catalan pop up on a, on a few. I'm trying to bring up which one had him 22nd right now. Um, let's see. Uh, well, he was 22nd. CBS Sports. So CBS Sports came out with theirs. They have uh, number one, Will Anderson. I don't think that's a big surprise. Alabama defensive end, outside linebacker, I should say edge guy. That's what they're calling them all now. They got Jalen Catalan going number 22 overall to the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. How about that? Another first-rounder possibility. Back-to-back years. That'd be cool. Mm, yes. That would be a nice fit for him. 
Yeah. I mean, the things that are going to stand out, obviously, about Catalan, about 5'10", so, you know, his height will come into question and stuff. But, I mean, there have been plenty of defensive backs in the NFL uh, that are, you know, 5'10 and shorter that have had um, tremendous success. So um, maybe that won't hurt him too bad. But the thing about Catalan, he's just – I mean, he just he just has that it about him, that instinct. And it's amazing that Arkansas's defense was, you know, playing so well overall last season – you know, compared to recent years, they were kind of a middle-of-the-pack defense and when they lose a guy out like that of that caliber. So, I mean, in a lot of ways, you know, you've got all these additions that you've added out of the transfer portal, and you only had Catalan for six games. And I'm not sure what three games he was Jalen Catalan. Maybe maybe three yeah. games. You can yeah, just think uh-huh. he was, like, yeah. up to his. Only, I mean, he, yeah, he had the, the shoulder issue, mm-hmm. broke his hand, yeah, and then just wasn't the same guy after that. I wonder why. Uh, let's talk with Ronnie. Ronnie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey? I do. Hey, Trey, I've been hearing all kinds of little things as far as the quarterback situation coming into this next fall. Will Malik Hornsby mm-hmm. actually be the second string, or is he going to be a wide receiver or a tight end? Or, or, or yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been hearing some things going both ways, and I didn't know. Do you, do you have a, a, a pretty good answer on that? Well, that's a good question, and I think that we're going to see him work a lot at wide receiver, but I think we're still going to see him work at quarterback too. And, you know, I think that ultimately Malik probably wants to be the starting quarterback at Arkansas, you know, not a starting wide receiver. But for this particular year, they have a starting quarterback in K.J. Jefferson. So I could see him maybe doing a little bit more wide receiver than, uh, you know, maybe we even saw in the spring when when it comes down to it. He just got so much speed and playmaking ability. Exactly. It's hard to put it, not to put him out there on the field, especially when you're trying to make up for some lost production at wide receiver. The only thing that oh. I would be concerned about is, you know, the transfer portal because he he did dip his toe in the transfer portal for a minute, you know, right uh, after the season. And if he wants to be a quarterback and you put him at wide receiver, say, hey, you're going to play wide receiver for us, then you know I would be concerned that that might happen again. And then, you know, well, I'm, you, I'm in agreement him, you don't you. get to play him at wide receiver or quarterback. <laughs> right. You know, but I, I absolutely agree with Trey that, you know, he's got so much speed, you know, they need to find a way to get him on the field. And, and if wide receiver for this year is the best route, then I, I certainly, you know, support that theory. My, my other question yeah. is, I think, He's the last scholarship quarterback we have, or, or have we picked up another one? No, no, he's no, he's the only other scholarship quarterback right now. Yeah, Cade Fortin okay. and Cade Renfro are walk-ons, but it is, you know, I think it's notable to remember that both of those guys, you know, when they went to college, they were on scholarship. Fortin was on scholarship at North Carolina before he transferred to South Florida, and. Um, Renfro was on scholarship at Ole Miss. I think they did. They should the wide receiver, but I mean, those are usually you don't have walk-on quarterbacks on your roster that went to Power Five schools coming out of high school on scholarship. All right. You know. Okay. Did, did either one of them show much of anything as far as uh, what they have abilities as far as in the spring? Mm-hmm. Well, Renfro tore his ACL in December during the bowl practices, so he wasn't able to go through. Uh, I thought Fortin looked pretty good, though. I thought, and that's going to be key. You know, you're going to have to feel good about that next guy, a quarterback. Sure. Because 
every time you line Malik Hornsby up at wide receiver, you put him at a much higher risk of injury than he would have if he were playing quarterback. So, um, you know, and then we know that KJ is going to run the ball and, you know, he ran for over 600 yards last year. He had to come out of some games. He had to come out of Texas A&M. He had to come out of uh, uh, the bowl game. Uh, And, you know, there were other times too where they needed Malik Hornsby in. So, you need to make sure that you feel good about your third quarterback, whoever, if that's Renfro or Fortin or somebody else who comes in uh, in the fall. Right. That absolutely makes sense. Appreciate the call. Thank you, Ronnie. And let's check in with Brian. Brian, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Yeah, I was wanting to know about some of the guys that we hadn't heard of that red-shirted and that are going to be playing this year and may do good and, uh, Rick Schaefer, I love hearing your baseball stories. I'll hang up and listen. Mm, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. All right, so guys that redshirted last year, let me bring up the Or, or Andy also said, or others that really haven't projected yet that might end up playing mm-hmm. that have been around for a while. Right. Okay. Let's see here. Come on. We're stalled <laughs> out here. Okay, here we go. Uh, nope. All right, let's see. All right, so Keetron Jackson, obviously, he's a guy that played last year, but he's going to be a starting wide receiver for him, almost certainly. Um, he was the top-rated recruit in that class. Uh, so expect to see him, his production increased, I would say, pretty dramatically. He only had seven catches last year. I think he had two in the bowl game. Uh, A.J. Green is a guy that we saw a little bit. He's probably behind the other guys, uh, you know, running back last year just because of, uh, you know, enrolling a little bit late. Probably could run a little bit tougher between the tackles, but we've seen his, you know, his explosion. Um, you know, he, he, he made a couple of long plays last year. So he's a guy that could possibly see his production increase, but still probably, you know, probably just the third back next year. Although we could probably expect to see him like on uh, kickoff return, Terry Wells has a back issue, and we don't really know what, you know, what's going on there yet. I don't know, you know, I'm not saying he's, like, going to be in the starting lineup next year, but he's a guy with talent who's probably somebody to watch down the road. Uh, I would say keep an eye out for Cameron Ball. He was able to redshirt last year. He's a big 6'5", 310 or so defensive tackle. Could be another guy that, that you know, the way they talked about him in the offseason or the way people talk to me is like he could be a guy that leapfrogs over some people. He's just going to be a redshirt freshman next year, and that's at a position where they really need some guys to, to step up. So watch out for Cameron Ball. Uh, they said some good things about Kewan Parker, the cornerback out of Booker T. Washington in Tulsa, uh, who redshirted last year. I think the thing they kind of said with him in his head, he was kind of like, when he was on scout team, he kind of had a governor in his mind of this is where I am this year, this is where I'm along. And the way they put it, they kind of he took the governor off uh, in the spring and was like trying to trying to make travel squad and, and stuff. Uh, we'll see Bryce Stevens some more probably with the second group at wide receiver. He could also be your punt return guy. They were able to redshirt him. He only played in four games. Saw him a little bit in the bowl game. Um, I think he had three catches for like five yards or something like that. So he wasn't able to get anything going. We saw Jaden Johnson in a pretty good bit. He was rolling with the first group. Jaden Wilson probably with the second group right now at wide receiver. Um, let's see. Christopher Paul. We'll see Christopher Paul a good bit. He's probably going to be your third linebacker, a guy that will rotate in uh, pretty significantly. If they do anything like they did last year, 
uh, where they rotated the three linebackers, then, you know, then we'll see Christopher Paul a lot. And I think that he's got a really bright future too as a, as a future starter. Uh, Chase Lowry got a little bit of action, um, you know, in the spring, uh, working some punt return, working corner, working safety. I uh, don't know that we're going to see him make a huge jump and, and like to start playing all the same. Same thing with Marco Avant. He, he was injured a good bit and was injured also a little bit in the spring. Uh, but same deal probably with him, linebacker, maybe a little bit away from where, you know, before we see him a good bit. Um, let's see. Who else might help? De- Devon Manuel has been working as a backup left tackle. I think that will probably continue. Landon Rogers has been with the third group at wide receiver. Uh, who came to Arkansas as a quarterback, played tight end last year, and then wide receiver. And I think that probably will do it for those uh, second-year guys um, in terms of, you know, who we might see a little bit more. Let's see. Time to check the First Arkansas Bank and Trust text line. First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Have you tried banking with Cube? Cutting-edge technology. Classic customer service. Only at First Arkansas Bank and Trust. This from the 870 Hot Take. Trey Knox will be first-team All-SEC tight end. What's Trey's take on Knox's tight end play so far? Well, he was injured a lot in the spring. He had a concussion from actually from a car accident. I guess it was pretty serious because he was out a good bit. But he was he was there, at, uh, you know, towards the end. He was back with them. So, but he missed the majority of it. He's up to about 240 pounds. They wanted to get him about 250. He was at 215 to start last season. So he's been packing on weight. And um, as a as a pass catcher, and you go look at last season and. You know, the first six games or so, he, he didn't do anything. And then they moved him to tight end, and he started having, you know, productive games. Um, if you ask Trey Knox what what you what he thinks about playing tight end, he'll say, I think I can make some money at this position. And they certainly need him to step up. They lost Blake Kern. Uh, they got Hudson Henry back, obviously. Uh, I would look for those two guys to, to be your top two tight ends and probably rotate fairly evenly. Um but I would I would say Knox, if I had to guess, I think Knox would probably get the majority of the receptions at tight end. And it could be another guy that helps pick up the slack for the loss of trailing Burks. I mean, um, I don't think there's anybody, any one player on this team who say this guy's going to replace Burks. So it's going to be more of a committee deal. So I would look for his production to increase a pretty good bit next season. And he's really embraced the role at tight end. 50, 60 receptions. Any prediction there? Well, not 50 or 60, Randy. That's no, <laughs> okay. no, not about, that many. Uh-uh. About 30. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. 30 would be, I think, would be a pretty pretty solid year for him. Yeah, he's not a, t- he's okay. not a wide receiver that's going to be behind people. It's a tight end's not going to catch 60 passes, I don't think. Well, based upon the way they used him at the end of last season, yeah. he was getting, what, almost five a game just based upon dump-offs. Those little short passes. Five times in twelve the flat. is sixty, but I, I just that doesn't mean I'm he's going to catch five in every game. Back, I don't think. Yeah. Go back and look at at his production last year towards the end of the season. Now, granted, they may not have been scheming for him. Teams may not have been scheming for him, but still, nevertheless. All right, here's another one for you, uh, Trey. Um, 
This from Destin. He says, could you guys please refresh my memory on what Trey Williams did? He was a great ball player. Then I'm not sure what this particularly means, whether or not uh, Trey needs something from Dollar General. Trey, do you need anything from Dollar General? <laughs> if you could pick me up, uh, yeah, so, um, let's see. <laughs> um, let's see, Trey Williams, he asked about Trey Williams, right? Yeah, he got yes, picked up correct. For, uh, yeah. for DUI. Yeah, got arrested one day and decided the next day he wasn't going to play in the bowl game. That was the timing probably wasn't too good on that not playing in the bowl announcement. No, he wasn't going to play in the Pittman would have suspended him anyway. But yeah. yeah. Actually, did he not opt for the NFL? I think I don't, I'm not sure he even said he yeah, was that's, opting out of the bowl. Correct. Pretty much, yeah. 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 But, yeah. He's he was done. In the bowl. He could have played the bowl game if he had. We knew the reason the why he wasn't going to play in the bowl game was because right. of the DWI. All right, Trey, we'll talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Bidia, Fox Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.